Hello everyone and welcome to DCOM Central, where two childhood best friends review, reflect, and poke fun at the traditional original movies that they grew up with. And maybe more recent ones, but who knows how far we'll go. Welcome back, Kelly. Happy to have you. Happy to have you too, bud. You know, I gotta say, doing this podcast with you, Kelly, it really, it really makes life sweet, huh? Yes, it really is the sweet life that we're living right now. <laughs> Speaking of sweet lives, remember that uh, TV show, The Sweet Love of Zack and Cody? Yeah, I remember that one fondly. It was actually my very favorite Disney Channel show. It's one of my favorites. I don't know if I could really name a single favorite, but I loved that show. But what I didn't really love was the sequel spinoff, whatever you call it, The Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, Sweet Life on Deck. I wasn't a big fan of that I never one. forgave them for getting rid of Ashley Tisdale. I mean, I'm sure she left on her exactly. own accord, but not having her was really a, a deterrent to the show from the start. Yeah. And then replacing her with... Bailey was fine. She was all right. She was a bit, you know, weird for me. Um, But Woody I hated was Woody. a huge no-no for me. I hated Woody. Sorry, Woody, but I just... It wasn't in the cards for me just yeah nope you can't have a character that's worse than zach and code and woody was worse than zach yeah so it just it just didn't work it made zach even it just made zach more unbearable yeah but it also aired when we were in high school so you know things that started coming out when we were in high school just weren't very good <laughs> I mean, I'm not ashamed to say that I still watched it even when we were in high school. I watched The Sweet Life on Deck. Like, I was I was there for the whole thing. I just wasn't the fan. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did catch it every now and then. It had enough of the makings of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody to keep me along, but I was in no way, shape, or form enjoying it as much as I enjoyed the original. It was more of like a set production and that just really annoyed me. Like, obviously they weren't on a boat ever. Right. It was so fake looking. The hotel was way nicer. Yeah, the hotel was, it was just such a good setting for a TV show about kids. The the cruise thing never, never made sense to me. You only saw like two parts of the boat ever. Yeah. <laughs> But oh hey um you know that movie that we're doing we're doing the Sweet Life movie yeah like they came out March twenty fifth two thousand eleven even though I didn't really like Sweet Life on Deck I do remember enjoying this movie a lot back then yeah I mean it takes place a lot of the time off of the boat and it is high but it's it a real boat a much this higher time. <laughs> yeah it's a real boat and it's a much higher quality of of you know production than than the Sweet Life on Deck ever was it's way higher quality. Yeah, and I I mean, I'm glad this wasn't the finale because it was it would have been an awful awful finale for the show. Oh yes. I mean, the finale wasn't that much better cuz after I watched this, I went back and watched the last two episodes and a couple other stuff. I watched the one episode that Ashley Tisdale was in and I wasn't really satisfied with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how it ended, so I'm actually probably going to go back and watch it after we're done recording this. Um but yeah, that was the one thing that I was thinking the entire time I was watching this movie. It was like, I, I am enjoying it, but this is a horrible send-off for this series. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like we really should uh, get a summary of this movie so we can uh, refresh our memories. Yeah, Kelly, let us know what we're watching here. What starts off as a spring break internship for Cody turns into a twin experiment on him and his brother Zach. The rest of the cast of Sweet Life on Deck make some appearances, but this is really the Zach and Cody twin experimentation movie, not exactly the Sweet Life. 
The brothers eat magic fruit that makes them finally understand each other's feelings, but also puts them at risk of hive mind with with other fruit-eating twins. Will the brothers be able to make it back onto their school cruise ship, or will they be stuck in Vancouver cursed with hive mind? Guess we have to wait about 45 minutes to find out. <laughs> Very thorough analysis there, Kelly. I enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you. How about them fun facts now? Yes, this is the 82nd DCOM, and as forementioned, they're in Vancouver. Well, they don't really say where they are, but they're filmed. it's filmed in Vancouver. I thought it was supposed to be like San Francisco. It, it was supposed to be San Francisco, right? Because they were going to go see the Redwoods. Well, that's in a lot more areas of California. I went to San Francisco to see the Redwoods, but there's more Redwoods in California. All right, so I'm just going to say they're supposed to be somewhere in California. California. Okay. Somewhere in California. So this movie, although it came out towards the end, it was not the finale. It came out before the last episode of the series. So it was in between prom night and graduation on deck, the last two episodes of the series. So this takes place during spring break. Yeah, so prom is usually after spring break, right? And prom is usually in May. But like yeah. the whole throughout the series, there's no nothing that happened in the movie carries over. They have their own set of things going on. This nothing at all? No. Wow. This is a pretty big thing to just gloss over. They did the same thing with wizards. Yeah, never mentioned that. Hey, we already did the challenge, by the way. I mean, they, they might have mentioned it, that they already did the challenge in passing. I don't remember, but they didn't. They never really were like, hey, that vacation we had, yeah. <laughs> You're right. So, I guess the movie's just not canon. It's a shame to see. Yeah. Also, a sneak peek was shown during the Disney Channel Shake It Up New Year's event party for the movie. Because uh, it came out in March. Another show that just... Never hit right. Shake it no. up. No, thank you. And Dylan and Cole were named executive producers for this movie, so like, that's pretty cool considering they were both about 18 at the time. That's cool. Now that we've talked so much about the movie, let's actually talk about the movie. What do you think, Michael? I'm down. Let's go. We zoom into the cruise ship our favorite twins call home and see Cody writing a letter to his beau, Bailey. Uh, he seems to be preparing for something big as he grabs her a flower and then all the fixins for some fine dining on deck, Kelly. Ooh. Now, the, of course, we, we already made mention to it, but the first thing I noticed was, hey, they got an actual ship to film on this time. Oh, of course, that's also the first thing I noticed. And it's just how nice to have a real ship and not CGI or green screen filled shots of it. Yeah, and it's like they... It's like the entire intro sequence seems to be just the show, the the movie being like, hey, look, we actually spent money on an actual set this time. I'm fine with it. I mean, it looked nothing like the show, which was great. Nothing like the show. It's just a very overdrawn intro sequence with all the all all the you know credits and everything. But it's just like, oh, look at this. We we got a rail here, and then we got a deck over here. So yeah, <laughs> look at us. Look at what we did for you. We did this for you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So before Bailey arrives, Zach shows up with Woody. They want to know why Cody is so afraid to tell Bailey that he's doing an internship over spring break rather than hanging out with her. Mm. Zach thinks he can help the whole Bailey situation. He'll break the news for Cody. Uh, and all Cody has to do in exchange is let Zach have the car that their parents got them for college. Uh, that's a that's a steep bargain there, Kelly. Yeah. Also, I'll break some bad news. Give me your car. Yeah. What the heck? 
I also forgot that their dad came back. So that was like, oh, yeah, he's the thing. Yeah, he, he went to the graduation. Oh, okay, good for him. In their argument, the letter that took Cody apparently 14 hours to compose falls overboard. But little does Cody know, it actually floats around in the wind before landing back on the deck somewhere else. So I'm sure it's going to show up at a later point in the movie. Oh, of course. On their date after Bailey does finally arrive, uh, she brings up their spring break plans. Um, Cody doesn't have the guts to tell her yet about the internship. And just when he's about to, Zach literally swings down from above and tells her first. As expected, she's pissed off and there's, you know, all sorts of arguments that are, I'm sure, going to happen. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. And then uh, Cody, it's very funny. Cody throws a sandwich up to Woody, who's lowering Zach down on the on the life preserve and he drops Zach into the water. So it's, it's your classic uh, sweet life fair, Kelly, here. Yes. So we're at the Marine Biology Reserve that Cody will be doing his internship at, and uh, Mosby is just over the moon that, that Cody's going to be gone, because that means at least half the trouble of usual. <laughs> After London ponders why dolphins don't have humps, which is one of my favorite ongoing gags throughout <laughs> the movie, um, you know, because they're mammals, right, Kelly? They have to have humps. Yep, like a camel. Cody meets his supervisor for the internship. They go off and talk shop, and Zach creepily follows a young woman into the restricted access area. Oh, yeah, that really bothered me because uh, in the show, he has a girlfriend. Oh, my God. That's bad, Zach. Bad boy. Well, again, the show is not canon. Yeah, not only does the movie have nothing to do with the show, but the show has nothing to do with the movie. So that's just really interesting choices there. Yeah, either like... This is a continuity error or this movie is just not canon because I really don't want him to be a cheater. The girl he's dating is Maya, who's actually like now like a really big actress. Um, she's played by Zoe Dutch. Ooh, you can't wrong her. Come on. Yeah. So we cut back to Cody and apparently he got this internship because he wrote a paper about living with a twin brother. Um, and it caught his supervisor's eye because he's a twin as well. So... This movie takes place during spring break. Yes. And for us, spring breaks are usually just a week long. Yes. So he only has a week long internship? I guess so. <laughs> Interesting, you know? I mean, it's a high school internship, so it can't be too uh, involved. I guess, but like he's graduating. These kids go to school on a boat. I don't think uh, much logic is is brought in here. Fine. <laughs> Maybe he does have a month-long spring break. Maybe it takes that long to do, like, refurbishments on the boat so they're stayed in dock for that long. Who knows? I don't know, but this movie does not seem like it takes place for, like, only a week long. Oh, definitely not. There's way too much stuff going on. Yeah. So the lab uses dolphins for their research because they're incredibly intelligent, which does check out. They are very smart. Um, except for Wally, who enjoys swimming into glass windows. All right, then. There's also a little funny joke here about the supervisor having a uh, a relationship with the with the dolphins going beyond friends, um, which was very right. funny. <laughs> Got a laugh out of me now. Um, so the point of the research is they're trying to converge their minds with dolphins, and Cody's gonna help with that. Like, how is that kind of internship a week long? I you know I feel like he's just their their glorified uh, copy boy. Must be. 
Although they, I mean, it's a pretty intense lab that they've got set up there. So maybe he'll be, you know, cleaning the beakers. I guess. And as long as he, I mean, as long as he gets uh, writer's credit on the, on the paper that they eventually publish, that's all worth it for him. <laughs> I hope so. So the girl that Zack followed is just letting him get into the most technically advanced submersible in the world, Kelly? I mean, why? Even Mosby knows this is a bad idea, so something's up with, with this chick that, that Zack's been following around. Why is Mosby here? I don't, I, I kind of just assumed that, like, the Tiptons have something to do with the research facility because, like, London is there, too, walking around in, like, what appears to be the backstage area. Um, so I kind of just, you know, I, I guess they're VIPs there, but I really don't know. That's a good way to explain it because besides that, it makes no sense that yeah. Mr. Mosby's just chilling with them. <laughs> like, why wouldn't he want to go on vacation? Exactly. Like, the only other thing that I could possibly think of is like, you know how, you know, he's in high school. So maybe they're like, oh, bring your parent or guardian. And maybe Mosby is acting as like their guardian for this brief period of time. Maybe. Yeah, you know, because uh, mom could have been like, hey, Mosby, go with, we'll go with Cody for this. <laughs> Who knows? So yeah, even Mosby knows this is all a bad idea. Um, when Cody notices that Zack is in the submersible from, you know, he's on the other side of the glass, he sees him. Uh, Cody gets in the other one, another bad idea, and he tells Zack to turn around, go back to the surface. They chase each other around for a while and eventually get all tangled up with each other and crash into the glass seawall causing it to crack, and they have no other option to than to eject and lose the sub submarines in the process. Amazing how they can eject and still not get sucked in. Yeah, it's very um, interesting. I also wonder why they have that seawall that's just apparently so easy to break. Yeah, and just a random submarine chase scene because why not? <laughs> yeah. So needless to say, Cody's fired and it's all Zack's fault. Cody tells Zack that he hates him. They may be twins, but they're not brothers. That's pretty harsh, Kelly. Yikes. I'm on Cody's side, though. Oh, yeah, of course. On a pier, Bailey and London talk about ignoring Cody. And then London talks to a dolphin. Something, something's fishy here. <laughs> Why didn't she just get this ability to talk to dolphins? Don't she hate that food thingy? Shh, we don't know that yet. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Back with Zack and Cody. Uh, Zack finds Cody on the ship and he comes bringing Dr. Spaulding from, from the Marine Research Institute. Uh, although Cody will never work for him again, he has found him another internship opportunity. The only catch is that it's a twin study, so both Cody and Zack will have to participate. Begrudgingly, Cody will do it because it will help his chances of getting a scholarship to Yale, which is, of course, why he's doing the internships in the first place. So, this Dr. Spaulding dude, he's just allowed to waltz on the cruise ship with Zach? Yeah, that's a, another strange thing, because we know how an intense uh, security is on cruise ships, Kelly. Yeah. Also, he's uh, the dad from Jonas. Oh. Wow. That's a show that I never really watched intensely so i never would have caught that i liked it i mean it was it was really bad but i liked watching the jonas brothers just on tv yeah i didn't like the jonas brothers until after the fact <laughs> gotcha also is the gemini project an internship for cody or is he just someone to experiment on because they make it sound like both 
but they just bribe him with Yale. Yeah, I think it's just like, uh, hey, come let us experiment on you and we'll just write you a letter of recommendation. That's really what it sounds like. Yeah, seems seems fake. Seems like a scam. Exactly. The boys arrive by seaplane to the new facility where they're greeted by Dr. Olson. This is, as you said, Kelly, the Gemini Project, and it's uh, housed in the largest subterranean neuro-something-or-other facility in the world, uh, complete with a mind-transference facilitator. A real device, Kelly, I swear. Sure. Zack runs into Nellie again, uh, the girl that let him into the submarine and lost Cody his internship. Um, and she's here with her sister, Kelly, spelled strangely, uh, but all right. And suspiciously, they also work at this lab. So um, I'm surprised that nobody caught on to this, like neither Zach nor Cody. Like, what are the odds? Apparently high. Her story isn't that convincing. Not at all. So the goal of the Gemini Project, as it turns out, is to connect the minds of humans. All in the name of world peace, of course, Kelly. Sure. While walking around the port again, Bailey gets sad about the crabs she's looking at. And once again, London seems to have some sort of a telepathic communication ability with them. Because she knows about their escape plans before the crabs all jump out of the tank. Uh, why is she so freaked out once they do, though? I don't know. Well, I mean, the thing chases her, so they turned on her real quick. <laughs> um, and I think Woody gets the shortest end of the stick here because the camera turns to him and he's just covered in crabs, and it's it's a very funny visual gag because he's like he's like he's like oh, about yeah. to cry. He's like ah, it's really funny. <laughs> uh, back at the research facility, we see that Zach and Cody are an outlier in the twin world. It looks like all the other pairs get along really well and love being twins. But Zach and Cody are polar opposites to that. At lunch, the twins are all served the same fruit that was being fed to the dolphins at the other facility, which is the fruit that London uh, accidentally ate and then appeared to spit out because it was, uh, quote, fish food. <laughs> okay. So there's a, there's a common thread here, Kelly. Something's up with this fruit. Hmm. And according to the boys, it's the most delicious fruit they've ever had. To me, it looks like dried dried orange slices or something. Maybe dried mango. I love mango. Also, can I just say I miss Maddie again? Oh, yeah. It just, this movie would be so much better with her. It really would be. I mean, name a more iconic duo than London and Maddie. Come on. Not London and Bailey definitely not oh my god that's a friendship that never made sense it was barely a friendship yeah really ever and now they're just hanging out in this movie Mm -mm. with woody too of all people london and woody hanging out no no does not make any sense no ma'am so later that night cody gets beat up by bailey in his dream and falls off the top bunk somehow injuring both himself and Zack in the process, even though it doesn't look like Zack got touched at all. (laughs) I have a very rational, irrational fear of falling off a bunk bed. I once fell off the ladder of a bunk bed at Disney's Wilderness Lodge when I was 10, and I could not move for about 60 seconds, so that was very scary. I can see how that would be traumatizing, Kelly. Yes, so... It was very scary to watch that in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your worst fears coming to tr- coming to reality. Yeah. 
the twins are put to an athletic test the next day to see how they work together and all that. Uh, they do pretty poorly at every single physical activity they're put up to, especially when you compare them to the other twins they're put up against. Pretty sad, guys. Yeah, pretty poor showing for the, the Martin twins. One thing they did notice, though, is that they're kind of feeling each other's pain, whatever's going down. Mm-hmm. While all this is going on, Bailey is still very mad at Cody. She thinks he's playing mind games with her. So now she will play mind games back at him. Mm. Um, in retribution to the mind games she is playing with herself, uh, she deletes his contact from her phone. So way, way to show him. I'm sure he'll know. <laughs> when Zach and Cody tell Dr. Olsen about the whole feeling each other's pain thing, he straps Zach into the little mind test shocky chair that he had Zach do earlier. Um, and now they're expecting different results. The results are different because now instead of just Zach getting shocked for doing the wrong answers, Cody is also feeling the shock as well. And this is only stage one, Kelly. This is just the physical connection between the twins. Now they're going to move on to stage two, an emotional connection, which will allow them to have empathy for each other. Oh, no. Really uh, dastardly, these deeds here, Kelly. (laughs) Zach doesn't want to be a test subject anymore. He wants to get out of there. Um, so they get in this big argument on the lawn and they beat each other up by hurting themselves. Uh, it seems like a pretty bad plan, but it leads to a pretty funny, uh, visual, uh, scene here Yeah. as they just like push each other's, push their own shoulders to hurt the other one, pick their noses, give themselves wedgies. Like it's a, it's, it's funny. It was a sight to see. Yeah. Imagine just walking by and seeing that happen. Like on memory mall at UCF. Yeah. I'd walk away. Yeah. After the fight, Zach is really going to leave. But before he does, Nellie stops him and asks him to take a walk with her. On that walk, she tells him that everything's going to change once the merge happens. He can't leave yet. We don't know what the merge is, but Zach agrees to stay because of Nellie's convincing. Then the boys eat the fruit once more and it moves them firmly into stage two. Back on the SS Tipton, uh, Mosby delivers the letter that Cody wrote to Bailey. Uh, someone found it on the on the deck. She debates opening it, but ultimately decides that she should see what it says. But once she reads it, she realizes her mistake in judging Cody for taking the internship. And uh, now her, London, and Woody are off to the biology reserve to find him and make amends. Back at the Gemini Institute, the boys are firmly in stage two, as I said, because they feel each other's emotions and thoughts. Zach finally sees what it meant to Cody to get into Yale and how much of how much it impacted him when he lost the last internship. And now Cody can see how sorry Zach is. And uh, then Cody sees that Zach wanted the car so bad because, I mean, he needs to find his thing. Whatever it may be, the, everyone else has their thing, the thing that they're trying to do, but Zach doesn't know what he wants yet. And he thinks that, you know, the car won't fix that, but it might help him get to it faster, which was kind of funny. Hmm. Finally, they can understand each other because of this magic fruit. Yeah, what, what a magical fruit. Uh, the boys hug themselves and each other subsequently because they're feeling each other. Uh, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> While still outside, the boys overhear Olsen and Nellie discussing the merge of Zack and Cody. And this is where they find out that Cody is going to lose his brain in the process. 
I don't, I don't like this. This plan very quickly turned evil. But I didn't trust Nelly from the start, Kelly. I told you. Yeah. So the boys can't just leave, though. I mean, what about the other twins at the facility? They've got to break into Olsen's lab to find out what's really going on. Um, and maybe save all the other twins from, you know, going from a half the going to half the population. Like they're they're about to be Thanos real quick. Oof. So the boys get to the lab and uh they're gonna break in, but you know, it's a good thing that the door is unlocked, so they just barge right into the into the lab. <laughs> yep. So they discover that apparently once the merged twins are assembled, they're going to be able to be controlled by a singular voice, uh, a hive mind, if you will. So much for world peace. Yeah, more like uh, world domination. Dr. Olson's more evil than I imagined he would be. Oh, you missed a... There's also this great quote from Bailey earlier that I feel like something you would say. Which you, one? You can put your boots in the oven, but I don't make them biscuits. <laughs> that is a good one. My my sayings are more folky than, than country, you know? <laughs> No, that was very country. But I like that one. I do like Bailey for her one-off lines. Mm-hmm. So in the lab, we get some awful acting between Zack and Cody before Dr. Olsen finally finds them. Oh, yes. Um, Bailey and London and Woody, they get to the marine biology facility, and Dr. Spaulding tells them that he has no idea where Cody is. It's a good thing the dolphin does, and he tells London where the boys are. I don't know how the, how the dolphin knew where Zack and Cody were, though. Mm, smart dolphins are smart that's their only explanation yeah that's true he just knows what's going on all around the world so dr spaulding thinks that they may be in danger so he and the gang head out to save them we don't know why how dr spaulding wouldn't know um where they are or why he would think they're in danger so yeah i don't think dr spaulding set them up for 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 danger in the first place okay that makes more sense we'll find out why in a little bit yeah but i really want to know what all these other twins that they signed up for and whether or not they're being paid great question and can they get paid too with the letter to yale <laughs> yeah are all of these children going to yale <laughs> so the boys are making a break for it but dr olsen initiates stage four and all of the twins in the facility all awaken in a zombie-like state Ooh. They trap Zack and Cody on the lawn and their hive mind tells them to catch the boys and Kelly, this is horrifying. <laughs> like they just all became zombies? And why are zombies always so slow? Yeah, very slow zombies, but I prefer the slow zombies to the fast zombies because there are some movies with fast zombies and I don't oh, like that's those. Scary. No, no, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I stand somewhat of a chance in a slow zombie apocalypse. But in a fast zombie apocalypse, I'm done. I'm done for. There's no way. Yeah. Zack and Cody are able to zipline away over to the old sawmill across the lake that was shown to them earlier in the movie. Um, but all of the other twins are able to come after them really quickly and horrifyingly because we cut back and we see like there's some on the zipline CGI'd in and some on a, on, on kayaks uh, going across the river. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it's it's a really scary but also funny taken out of context scene. <laughs> Just when they think they're safe, they get attacked by heavy machinery wielding a, a tree trunk on, on the on the roof of the sawmill. Um, and they have no other option than to jump like 50 feet into the lake below. 
they're okay momentarily until a bunch of twins pop up from the Black Lake like mer people. Really scary again. <laughs> the boys are caught and strapped down to the mind transference facilitator, Kelly. It doesn't look so good for them. No. Just before the machine is turned on, Bailey, London, Woody, and Dr. Spaulding run in. We get the reveal that Dr. Olsen is actually Dr. Spaulding's evil twin brother. Um, and we get a montage of him being there all along um, throughout the movie, being on the ship as the violinist, being the, um, the janitor at the marine research facility, and even being uh, impersonating Dr. Spaulding and offering Zack and Cody the job. So he truly was there all along. Mm-hmm. Which TikTok idea, Agatha all along, but it was Dr. Olsen all along. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So we get this montage, and boy, does this guy love revealing his secret identity in public. Like, it, it's the classic, like, villain revealing himself montage, but, like, he's just, like, he's on the deck taking his mask off. He's in the marine facility taking his mask off. He re- he offers Zack and Cody the job <laughs> and takes his glasses off, because as we all know, Kelly, all you need to disguise yourself are some glasses. So who has this face tech technology that makes movies look so real? You know, that's a good question. I think it's the same ones that uh, that Black Widow was using in... in uh... Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, they always have this tech in movies. It's pretty cool, though. It's pretty convincing until the mask comes, like, halfway off, and then you realize there's, like, a jump cut there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, because when he starts to take the mask off at one point, you can very clearly tell it's just the actor for Dr. Olsen pinching his own face. <laughs> so he turns on the mind transference machine and turns Zack and Cody into ghosts. And they float around the, the, the lab while using up 90% of this movie's special effects budget. They really lost me here. <laughs> yeah. I lost a lot of respect for them here. This was rough. Very <laughs> rough. Um, then the two of them start fighting over who should merge into whom, um, and Bailey realizes that the fighting is actually interfering with the mind transference. So she tells them to keep fighting and, uh, it finally does all the, all their fighting finally does pay off and they're able to resist the merge. Yeah. For once, um, them resisting the merge results in a power surge, uh, destroying the Gemini project in the process. So, I mean, they saved the day. By arguing. Wow. Bailey uses her rodeo skills to lasso the evil twin into submission, and the boys use his own science against him, having each brother eat a piece of the fruit, and they make amends telepathically. So, I mean, in theory, the Gemini Project worked. You know, like, it was able to bring peace between two diametrically opposed brothers. Wow. So maybe Zack and Cody do make a good team after all, Kelly. Bailey and Cody have made up, uh, which is what Bailey went out there to do in the first place, you know, like make up with him. Um, And they actually ended up having a great spring break together. We get a little quick clip of them talking about all the great things they did together. And uh, Zach was actually allowed to drive the car, which makes him really happy. Um, That is until he parks in a no parking zone and they're very fancy sports car gets crushed by a shipping box full of london stuff great so he got the car and it's immediately destroyed 
which has got to be bad for the Martin family because we know, I mean, from the original series, they're pretty strapped for cash. So losing a car, that's rough. Yeah, will insurance even pay for that? Uh, I doubt it. Maybe London will do good and, and fix it for them, but who knows. Um, and then Mosby makes a comment about barely getting through the spring break, so he's not looking forward to summer. And uh, Kelly, that's a Sweet Life movie. What'd you think? I wish I could enjoy this movie as much as I did when it first came out, but this time around I just thought it was pretty okay. I would have preferred this movie if the rest of the cast was more involved, even if I don't really care for Bailey and Woody much. I still love London Tipton and the role she did play was quite funny. It just somehow talking to dolphins and sea life because she shared some fruit with them once, like, that was pretty funny. But I also wouldn't have minded if the movie, if the whole movie took place on the cruise ship because, you know, I love cruises and I'm so used to seeing this Sweet Life on Deck TV show completely artificial. And seeing the cast on a real cruise ship in HD just got me so excited for, like, the little time that we spent on it. It would have also been nice if this movie was canon <laughs> and uh, wasn't ignored in the show <laughs> and included Zack's girlfriend. But... That's one of my bigger complaints. Yeah. Here. Basically, out of the TV show to movie adaptions, this was just alright. It's no even Steven's movie or Wizard of Waverly Plays the movie. It was just a little lower on the list. Yeah, I gotta agree. And apart from all that, I was happy to see Zach and Cody do something. Yeah, I gotta agree that this one was just all right. But I do also have to say that Zach and Cody being my favorite, like my my definitive favorite Disney Channel series, the original one, mind you, um, just seeing them after, it's, it's been a long, long time since I watched it. Um, but seeing them again really was enjoyable for me um, because there are moments in here that really do just harken right back to the original like what made Zack and Cody fun and it was like the banter and the hijinks that Zack and Cody themselves just get into um also seeing London again really made me happy because we know I love Brenda's song yeah um and I just love seeing her in the London Tipton character I think it's so so good and she plays it so well um so seeing her was great I wish we got more Mosby Mosby's one of the better parts of the entire show and entire series, both of them. Um, I wish he had. Yeah, it made no sense for him to be in this movie, but I do like him normally. Yeah, like uh, if they had spent more time on the ship, then we would have gotten more of Mosby. But exactly. I just wish they had found a way to work him even more into this show that in, in a way that made sense. Yeah, better way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's fine like the movie does what it set out to do which is just be a long form of the show um and takes place mostly off the ship which is an interesting choice when the show that's currently going on is the sweet life on deck yeah um but i guess it is just a change of pace it's just i i do kind of wish that it was like with with these movies it's almost as if it would have been better if they were the finales to the series yeah <laughs> like like i th this would have been a terrible series finale but the movie itself just served no purpose at all and i'd much rather have a 90 minute um series finale movie where they tie up all the characters they they give respect to you know how far they've come and all that kind of stuff and i would have really enjoyed that much more than something like this where it's just a one-off and has nothing to do with the rest of the show I completely agree. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's that's about it for for like my feelings on on the show. Yeah, I mean on on the movie itself. I do think it was pretty par for the course though. Yeah, like Sweet Little Fun Attack was also pretty much just okay. I wasn't super thrilled rewatching it, but I do look forward to going back and trying to rewatch Sweet Life. Thus, the original Sweet Life TV show. Maybe making some TikToks out of it. I don't know. I'll I'll get to that after <laughs> I finish rewatching Friends. But oh yes, that that's definitely something to look forward to over the Sweet Life on deck. The original, I have to say, is definitively better. Um, it is. It still it still does suffer from the whole like it was filmed in the early two thousands. So the the um you know the quality is a bit lacking. Um, but I just think yeah. it just works so much better. Yeah, well, that Halloween episode is top tier, and I oh watch it every God. Halloween. It scared me so much. That is one of the best things that has ever been put to TV, ever. Like, you can't <laughs> convince me otherwise. That is, with Esteban getting possessed and all that stuff, <laughs> that is uh. so good. And it, you know what, Kelly, you're right. I remember us watching it together as kids and being terrified <laughs> of that episode. So, yeah, no, that, that had, like, just for that, it firmly cements itself as one of the best shows on Disney Channel. Yeah, you brought yeah Esteban, Arwen, like all these great characters in the first in the original show that like did not carry on to the second show. It was only just Zach and Cody were the good ones, and well, Zach and Cody in London, and on graduation on deck, Arwen did go to the graduation. And that was pretty cool, but Arwen was great too. Yeah, no, the the man that the, the original was something good. Yeah, ah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that the Sweet Life on Deck exists because it was more Zach and Cody, which at the time is what I wanted. Because um, the last thing I would have wanted was for them to just get rid of the characters altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it was not very well executed. I mean, the the show did have its moments, you know, like it, it still was a Zach. And, it was a Sweet Life show. Oh, and they, they, um, so they, it they had, had crossovers moments. too. Wizards came on deck, and yeah. Justin got all dyed blue in the pool. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a fun episode. Yeah, so let me tell you, when Disney Channel hits, it really does hit. Um, yeah. I just, you know, it's it's hard to capture the same magic that they had before, especially when losing so many iconic characters. Um, it would have been nice to have a finale, sh- a finale movie with all of them together again. Yeah. But, say lovey, it is what it is. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the Sweet Life, uh, uh, what's it called? The Sweet Life movie? The Sweet Life movie. Uh, no, my cat's screaming at the door because I haven't given her attention in the last hour, so I gotta go, Michael. Alright, then why don't you take us out? <laughs> Alright. Thanks everyone for tuning in. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review so we can improve and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Decom Central Pod, so feel free to follow us there and wear a mask and vaccinated key. Thanks. Bon voyage, folks. <laughs>